outrage after one of Vladimir Putin's sharpest critics, Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny, was reported dead in a Russian prison, reportedly dying after taking a walk, a fatal walk. U.S. officials are still waiting to confirm the Russian guys, state guys. media. I mean, come on. That happens all the time. He was probably vaccinated. He probably got that Moderna, you know what I'm saying? Which is really funny to say about Vladimir Putin, by the way, because he is a massive COVID nut. Remember when Putin literally would not even like, Putin was very afraid of COVID for himself personally. The CIA did it 100%. That's insane. Come on, dude. Why would the CIA kill their own asset when they can just like keep him alive? Navalny's wife had this to say just a short time ago in front of dozens of heads of state. If it is the truth, I would like Putin and all his staff, everybody around him, his government, his friends, I want them know that they will be punished for what they have done with our country, with my family and with my husband. They will be brought to justice and this day will come soon. With us now, CNN's Chief International Correspondent Clarissa Ward and Matthew Chance, Chief Global Affairs Correspondent Clarissa. Um, you could see the anger and also the resolve from Alexei's, Alexei Navalny's wife there. It was a very emotional moment, and she actually started out, John, by saying, you know, I, I thought for a moment, do I go home to my family right now, or do I stand here and address you? And then I asked myself, what would Alexei do? What would Alexei want me to do? And I have no doubt that he would want me to stand here to address you uh, and to issue that withering rebuke. Uh, to Russian President Vladimir Putin. Of course, at this stage, we don't know exactly what killed Alexei Navalny. Uh, we have only been told through Russian media that he took a walk at the penal colony uh, where he was suffering. I don't get why he fucking went back to Russia. Like, it makes no goddamn sense. Did he think that, like, he would be supported by a, a, a majority of people enough that, like, he could be kept alive or something like i don't really understand it because it's like bro he fucking he got poisoned already if the number one poisoner can get to me pretty much anywhere around the planet i'm definitely not going directly to russia to be like all right go ahead sure tough guy who poisoned me let's see what else you got you know give me your best shot <laughs> famous last words before getting hit with the best shot but you heard also at the munich security conference the vice president kamala harris saying Whatever happened, Russia is responsible. He was in the custody of the Russian state. And so I mean, this part is 100% so true. The question really now becomes, what does this mean for Russia's opposition, which has already been so brutally uh, stomped out? What do you mean, what does this mean? It means that the last fucking dude who was any real opposition to Vladimir Putin is dead. There is no real opposition to Vladimir Putin in Russia. And yes, I mean, literally, like, the Communist Party is also not real opposition to Vladimir Putin. It doesn't really change much, I think, with the internal dynamics in Russia either. I do think it's funny, though, that liberals are like, yeah, Navalny, great guy. He would be sick if he killed Vladimir Putin and became the leader of Russia. Not realizing that, like, Vladimir Putin was our guy. Look at him now. Liberals have this, like, weird short-term uh, way of thinking about, like, the ideological tendencies of those who are enemies of our enemies. And they just like, they literally think in like three month uh, spans. It is so odd. Okay, so was Putin, man. 
<laughs> Look where that got us. You know what I mean? Also, uh, apparently journalists have been arrested in Moscow and St. Petersburg following the death of jailed Putin critic Alexei Navalny. Before people say these are like fucking assets or CIA or anything, no the fuck they're not. I think that Navalny is basically like a, like a placeholder for any kind of opposition to Vladimir Putin's reign. And it's perfectly valid and understandable to want to oppose Vladimir Putin. Isn't the Communist Party bigger than Navalny's? Some of you read like one Twitter thread and then come in here and be like, but you don't understand the Communist Party. Like, what do you mean? What, what the fuck? The Communist Party is not real opposition to Vladimir Putin. Every single party that is allowed to exist and operate without like being fucking poisoned is technically still controlled opposition. I know that the Communist Party is is in existence in Russia. It doesn't mean anything. And they're not like a fucking real opposition party. The moment that they become a real opposition party and not controlled opposition party, they will no longer exist. Navalny was basically clip champ by state media out of context. It looked like he's far uh, more right than he is. I'm sorry. It's going to be real hard for me to fucking get on board with that when I see the dude say that Muslims are cockroaches that need to be exterminated. That's like, like, what do you think was going on? You know what I mean? In that clip, like, was he like, hey, guys, leading up to the fucking uh, clip, he said, hey, Everything I'm about to say about Muslims, I do not believe. This is what the opposition to me says. Muslims are actually cockroach and we must exterminate them with a gun. I do not believe this. He's like, pause after it. And then that's the clip. Is that what it is? What happened? Yeah, this is what is actually a good take. In the end, even if Navalny had nationalistic views originally and would probably be a bad president himself, he ultimately led meaningful resistance against Putin. The fact that he made so many people vote on a fake candidate to put on ballot by Putin frightens Putin. That part is the only correct part. It's that he was made to be the figurehead of like real opposition to Vladimir Putin. That's the that's the actual take. He was seen as like the only standalone figurehead. <laughs> Navalny is the ninety nine Hitler, ninety nine percent Hitler to Putin, pretty much. And and I think that it was it's the optics of that as well. And that's probably why he was he may or may not have been murdered. <laughs> Sometimes you just fall out of a window, chap. Let's uh, let's look at. Here, this is what I wanted to show you. You can't turn to stuffing back. What Navalny said about occupied Crimea. In the morning of August 20th, uh, Russian opposition politician Alexei uh, Navalny was hospitalized in intensive care, severe poisoning. Crimea is what? A sausage sandwich. In October 2014, Alexei Navalny gave an interview to the Echo of Moscow radio station. The meeting caused a stir among opposition supporters, mainly through Navalny's words about Crimea. To the question, are Crimea, the politician replied, Crimea is the people who live in Crimea. And that the peninsula was seized with a flagrant violation of all international norms, but is now part of Russia. Navalny advised Ukrainians not to deceive themselves. Crimea will remain a part of Russia and never will never become a part of Ukraine again in the foreseeable future. He also said that when he becomes president of the Russian Federation, he will not return the semi-island to Kiev. Crimea is what? A sandwich with sausage to be returned here and there, Navalny asked. Navalny's words surprised the support and other opposite uh, oppositionists some did not see anything new in his words and others were disappointed by Navalny's policy Navalny's policy shift on Crimea may be too little too late and then he changed his attitude on it but at that point it's like it's fucking bullshit okay but I love what Media says that Navalny was killed by Putin with 100% fact with evidence regardless of if it was true or not I mean it's a very likely scenario and saying that Russia is responsible no matter what for his death is 100% correct because he's in the custody of the state it's over when you let someone fucking die when they're in the custody of the state it's their fault it's the state's fault 
when he's called for them in the Even past, if they don't directly kill him, which I believe they probably did. You've also heard directly from Vice President Kamala Harris and Secretary of State Antony Blinken, who both said, even as they're waiting confirmation for these reports, that they believe Russia is responsible. We also know Blinken uh, met privately with the wife of Alexei Navalny, Yulia, to express his condolences if these reports actually do pan out to be true. But it does come, as you heard from President Biden there, that he has warned Russian President Vladimir Putin directly that the consequences of Navalny dying in prison uh, would be devastating for Russia. Now, this was before Russia invaded. What's he going to do, bro? Actually, what is he going to do? Like, what? Are we going to nuke Russia? What are we going to do to Russia? Are we going to put more sanctions? Yeah, what are we going to do? Bomb Nord Stream? I think the real genuine issue here is that it is no longer American restraint. It's literally just like American incompetence. Problem is we, we already nutted with the sanctions. We busted a nut and it didn't fucking, it, it literally did not stop Vladimir Putin. So what do we do now? Uh, worst of it all, isn't the, the way that we are dealing with our foreign adversaries. The real problem is how we deal with our fucking foreign allies. The real showcase of weakness is not how we fail to deal with Russia. The real showcase of American power waning is how we deal with Israel. We can't even fucking get Israel to dial it back on the ethnic cleansing campaign a little bit. And we could, we just don't want to do it. And therefore we're just looking like fucking assholes. My message for the uh, situation when I'm killed is very simple, not give up. Do me a favor, answer this one in Russian. Это очевидная вещь. Ну, не сдавайтесь. Не надо, нельзя сдаваться. Если это произошло, это означает, что мы необыкновенно сильны в этот момент, раз они решили меня убить. Но и нужно использовать эту силу. Не сдаваться. Помните о том, что мы огромная сила, которая находится под гнетом вот этих вот чуваков плохих, лишь потому что... The thing is, like, here, here's what I keep trying to describe. Like, he's not exactly a good guy either, but it doesn't fucking matter. Because he is, like, he is a placeholder for being anti-Putin. That's it. He is a placeholder for people that are like, this shit sucks. We need change. No, not even for just foreign adversaries. For Russians, too. Both open and also not as public. No, he, he is a... he. Bro, if he was just a, a, a placeholder for the West and, and a nuisance overall, I don't think he they, he would have gotten killed. If he did not have any real momentum inside of the Russian public, um, if he did not have a real momentum inside of the actual Russian uh, public, he would not, he'd be a non-entity. Think about it this way. Juan Guaido. There were many opportunities for Maduro, who's very, you know, who's not a great uh, leader regardless. Many opportunities he could have killed him. The reason why they killed him is because he is, uh, it's not what he represents or no, sorry. The reason why he killed him is what he represents, not his ideology, not his like background, not his corruption or not his anti-corruption, uh, uh, work or whatever the fuck you want to call it. It's not his politics at all. It's what he represents. It's the fact that, uh, people are, are, uh, understandably frustrated with the way politics has been going in Russia for a very long time. Um, they're, they're willing to put a name, a fake name even for anyone at that point. What do you mean? Wait, do you mean he's a poster boy or just a placeholder? No, just a placeholder. It doesn't matter. There will be another, there will be another, uh, figurehead like him. Inevitably. It's not the man. It's the idea. And you can kill the man, but you can't kill the idea. And the idea is who's got to go. Many people also feel this way. So, you know, they, like 
This chatter is right. He says this guy's like ninety percent Putin. I don't even know what he would be like if he um if he did uh if he did become the uh, leader of Russia. I don't know how, for how long he would continue um you know abiding by the interests of Russia or I mean uh, abiding by the Western interests. Banned in 2018 from running in elections, he remained Putin's most powerful political opponent. The one man capable of bringing tens of thousands to the streets. The man Putin famously refused to mention by name. Navalny is an idea. An idea that Russia could be rich, successful and a well-developing country. A country where we would want to live. He was stubborn, sarcastic, and charismatic. His YouTube investigations into Putin and his cronies. Yeah, bro, he fucking killed a YouTuber, by the way. That's the other thing that we didn't even talk about. That's the low-key kind of the funniest part about it is that, like, my man's biggest opposition, his biggest op is a fucking YouTuber? Come on, dude. But it was in August 2020 that Alexei Navalny became a global name when he was poisoned on board a flight from Siberia. Poison was Novichok, a weapons-grade nerve agent that Russia had used two years earlier against the former KGB spy Sergei Skripal in Salisbury. Navalny fell into a coma, and for three days his wife Yulia fought for him to be airlifted to Berlin, while doctors in Russia dithered over the diagnosis. Under German care and with his family beside him, Navalny slowly recovered. That's the thing, like, at that point, you're like, don't go back to Russia. You know what I mean? You can make YouTube videos from Germany. Not that it matters because, like, they obviously got to him in Europe. They get to him all the time. Once he'd recovered, Navalny stunned the world by announcing that he was returning to Russia. I realized I'm nearly healthy and the rest I can cure at home. Many questioned why, but his life's work was there. For him, there was no other choice. He was immediately arrested, but that did not stop his team from releasing their biggest investigation yet into Putin's palace, a one billion pound residence on Russia's Black Sea coast. Damn, dude. Okay, I take back everything. Listen, he's out here doxing a true socialist with a fucking billion dollar house. You know what I mean? Sometimes you got to deal with that uh, through other means. You know what I'm saying? If I'm as a socialist with a multi-billion dollar house, sometimes this is the best way to deal with YouTubers who make fucking content about that kind of thing. <laughs> At first, tens of thousands listened. The largest unsanctioned protests in Putin's Russia. But the crackdown was brutal. And once Putin invaded Ukraine, protest of any kind was effectively crushed. Navalny's anti-corruption foundation was forced into exile, and his pleas from prison to resist the Kremlin's war went unheard. In a remote prison colony north of the Arctic Circle, Navalny's health deteriorated. His message of resistance never really landed with most Russians, cowed by two decades of Putin's rule. For someone like me who didn't know of him much, he definitely looks good on optics, so I understand why liberals arrived for him. Yeah, no, it makes a lot of sense, dude. He's like, I mean, Vladimir Putin is a very bad dude. He's a bad dude, okay? 